0: as I said, I have no clue what I'm going to say, but I know it's, it's going to be fun, man.
1: <laughs> Something's going to happen, right? It doesn't Something's going to happen. Gonna happen. It,
0: and it was awesome, by the way, was I met Mike at uh, Idea World. It was our first time meeting. We were sitting at this table. I was like, I don't know who Mike Piercy is, but I love this <laughs> guy. He seems like a great guy to me.
1: Uh, I felt the same. The feeling is mutual, brother. Right.
0: I mean, you were digging in on Eugene, man. That was funny. <laughs>
1: Eugene I love you know your family treats you worse than anybody yeah know, that's right don't let nobody else do you wrong but you yeah know, you, you you that's next year it's you next yeah year,
0: yeah it's me next year it's me <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have history and that's how it's gonna work
1: you know like, it's all good it's all good
0: well you know what's interesting I I wanted to speak with you after that because I just I love the things you were talking about and your perspective and kind of the jokiness, I thought, oh, this, this Michael's a he's a good guy. I gotta I gotta learn more about this guy. So, uh, where are you from? Are you in New Jersey? Is that where you're at?
1: Yeah, I'm a Jersey boy, born and bred. Been all over, um, traveled, played baseball for for a while, and um, kind of been around the world. But it's like home is home, right? So I'm a Jersey boy, born and bred. You know, Hillside, Irvington, New Jersey. Big um, shout out! Yeah, big <laughs> shout out! You gotta shout your spots out, right? Everybody shout it like, out! Come on, listening. Um, Yeah, so home, uh, you know, run a performance facility here in Fairfield, New Jersey, which is up the way outside of where I'm from, Um, and just essentially work with athletes every day, you know what I mean? Because growing up, you know, Hillside, Irvington, we really didn't have access to a lot of this stuff. Um, It's always been, you know, kind of a passion, even with athletics, just trying to get better, trying to figure out how to do, you know, we're from a different era, right? Yeah, for sure. yeah, whatever ball you had, that was what we played that that's day. That's right. <laughs> you know, had a football. We played baseball. <laughs> yeah, football. We played football. It's different nowadays. it's the coach for the coach that of the coach that they had from the yeah, coach. you know what I mean. So it's much different. Um. So yes, yeah, so that's kind of like a little bit of backstory. We can dig in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Way. How how do you how have you adjusted to today's athlete? What's different about today's athlete versus yesteryear's athlete? In your opinion?
1: Ooh. I, lo- I-, I love you already. Doctor. Here we
0: go, you baby. Already,
1: he's like, yeah, he's a, that's, that's a great question. The difference in today's athlete, it's much, um, you know, our facility, we really try to center on long-term athletic development, which is, um, I like to say, it's not a super popular process. It's a popular process within our field because we know what it is. But nowadays, it's almost like this great weapons race. I described it to my mm. training, right? And it's like, I got to have nuclear weapons because you got nuclear weapons. And when I say that, to extrapolate it to like kids and parents, it's almost like we need to always be doing something. Oh, let me silence this boy. It's like we always need to be doing something. We have a coach for hitting. We have a coach for this. And the schedules are just insane. Um, so the difference is, you know, for us growing up, it's like what we heard the the old heads when we grew up. They tell you, yeah, yeah we walk 7000 miles. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's um. It's interesting because I find myself now. I'm like, yeah, it's it, the overall athlete. Almost, it's very seldom that that exists the mm. way that it existed when we saw like a Bo Jackson and Dion right. Sanders and things like that. Because, um, and Dion had a great post the other day when he was talking about why those those athletes don't exist anymore. And it's because it's the belief that if I'm not hitting every day, if I'm not shooting every day all day long, that I'm not specializing. That somehow I'm losing ground. When in actuality, you know, we know overtraining is a real thing. That's right?
2: exactly and, right.
1: Yeah. And it's like um when we look at it, it, it there there's a need to, to kind of learn and possess different skills. And that was the one thing. It's like when you see an athlete that's played football, I cringe now when I hear a parent say, Oh, I don't want my son to play football. I know. No. Well, I get it. I understand, you don't want his head to get knocked off. But the thing is there's some, there's a lot of things you learn. I'm always a proponent that team athletes are different than individual athletes.
0: Most definitely. And
1: they're, yeah. And their adult life, because as a team athlete, you know, you know how to use at times you have to sacrifice yourself for the greater good of the team, you know, in an individual thing, it's really, you know, centered upon what I'm doing and, and how I'm preparing the things that I'm doing, you know? Um, so that when I look at it, does, when we just to kind of drive it back to the original question, um, you don't see that well-rounded skill set so much anymore. And then you look at it and you'll say, well, how can you not? But they don't really, you know, because I've been hitting so much or pitching so much. And then it's a whole nother conversation when you get into injuries and overuse injuries and kids not loving their sport by the time uh, they the levels, you know, Yes. Because it's just been, you know, that's a whole nother conversation in itself.
0: I mean, for sure. I mean, I've actually seen that with a lot of clients who've been athletes like at at that point, especially late high school and things, they just don't like it. They just have been inundated with so much skill development through all the different coaching. It's Mm -hmm. like a, it's a transactional business essentially. And it's no more, it's not fun anymore. Yeah.
1: And then um, there was an article the other day just about the cost of it. Like for us, yeah, we were thinking you know you could go to little league and play, and maybe I, it might have costed your parents thirty bucks. That's
0: exactly start. right.
1: <laughs> you know, now it's a it's a million billion dollar industry. Like this whole youth athletics wow. from the AAU teams to trainers to coaches. You know, it's like um, you get a a parent that has a nine year old that walks in now. It's like, oh, I want him to work speed agility. You know? like, <laughs> Like speed agility, <laughs> you know, you just roll the ball and run around. And yeah, you just, yeah, you know, and it's much different. But it's because you're looking at and your it's it's a results based mentality, right? Mm. Because you, it, 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 it's interesting because they want to win in Little League. You know for me my memories of little league are like just you know kind of making jokes and being yeah, yeah. i want to win mvp but nobody <laughs> remembers you know nobody cares who won the little league MVP. no like, oh it's good. you know it, it, that's it so it's it's an interesting it's, it's a very interesting kind of preset for us now
0: yeah it makes me think though how like how have you changed from the if i was beginning michael piercy to uh-huh. now michael piercy who is that guy
1: it, uh, wow it that would be depends on what the beginning if you say beginning in the industry i started in the industry super young age like okay 15. so i mean as a coach now i i say i i, I know where i want to live as far as training and things like that um and that's a we could go into that that could be a whole nother podcast but yeah we it, it's like um i think the hardest thing i that you learn as a coach later on is like I I don't need to be all things to all people. So I don't do that anymore. I know where I want to live at this point. Like I I love doing like um I'll I'll do general pop like boot camps and stuff like that at a conference. But you know for the most part here I'm I'm more of a I like to work with the athletes. I work and then um for me pros I I, I love it if I if I get my pros and I love my pros that I've had. We've done some great things, but I really love I, for me the changes I realize that I really feel enriched by working with the youth high school, college athletes, because I'm mm-hmm. seeing the growth as a human being too. You know. Yeah. And that's important to me. Um, it's no, it's no, any kid that came in and jumped on right now, they'll tell you one of the major conversations that I'll have with him. It's like, listen, I don't get anything from you being successful, really. I've had my career, you know, and I think that's yeah. um everybody thinks their dad is the best. I think my dad was one of the best parents because it really wasn't about that in my house because my dad played, you know, right. So I never had the feeling that he was living through me that he needed me to be successful. I, I, I never felt like love was conditional. Mm. So um, that's one of the reasons like, so I'm kind of unique is I don't do, I have a background in baseball. I play baseball at a high level. Um, I don't do any skill specific stuff. I like to have kids and work performance and things like that. That way if I'm yelling at Darian, if he's coming yeah. in, you know it's because it's trying to make you better. It's not because you didn't get the bunt down because you didn't hit the home run. It's not because you didn't make the shot. It's not because you didn't score the touchdown. It has zero to do with that. It has to do, it's a human being type of a base thing, and I want you to be the best you can be. It doesn't, um, you know, I don't get a whole lot from, hey, you went off to whatever school or your division right. one, division three, or whatever it is. It's it's really, I, I, I like to have a facility that's based on, for, uh, athlete comfort they come through the door knowing hey you know we're going to work but this is a place it's a safe zone for me boy girl or yeah you know what I mean and I and, and I take pride in that
0: what's the difference you see maybe emotionally in athletes now versus maybe in the past with the digital age in mind and social uh, media
1: Ooh. That's, you got great questions. You I'm do. telling
0: you, I come ready. I don't. I come ready like mentally thinking, but yeah. I don't plan a thing, man. It's off the top of the dome right no, here. You, you do this. I do are... this. This is what I do, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> do we
1: go all day? All you day. This is a great, that's a great, great question. Because when we talk, we're talking about mental health, right? And you're talking about the difference mentally. Um, mental health is a hot button topic wherever you go. And it's a very eggshell thing. Because yeah. it's what you say. is, um, And it's real. You know, stress is real. Um, to a point where you, you have to prepare. I try to prepare athletes for certain things, right? And, and then uh, mental health is a real thing. And if you need somebody to talk to and you need to do stuff like that, there's people out there and that's stuff that's help you should get. And um, we all know that, you know, you've had people take, you know, it's from like gymnastics, you know, like that, you know, Thing where you have a, a gold perennial gold medalist, we all watch this, like right. oh, I have twisties, and I don't right. know what the hell is gonna happen. And, you know, that's stuff that's real. Um, but we also have to be very cognizant of the fact that there are some inherent elements in sport that we have to be like, um, I don't know if people ever get comfortable with them. This is goes back to the different mm-hmm. elements. I all I always think, and this is one of those things where somebody will say, No, it's not true. As an athlete, I, I feel like you're supposed to get booed at times.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're
1: going to get booed, all right? Let's, That's let's right. Look. Yeah, you're going to get booed. And sometimes as an athlete, as, when you go to high level, you should get booed. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes that I would like, play. I should be <laughs> getting booed right now because, you know what I mean? I stink right now. Um, But there is also space to where if you things are overwhelming in life. And now because we have to be, I think, old school it's uh, i think if my dad was around he'd be like you know he was like to rub some dirt on it (laughs) (laughs) that's right rub it when you get hit um (laughs) but we didn't also we have to respect the fact that we didn't have all all day long walking around with people's opinions in our pocket you know and if we open ourselves to it you know we know it as fitness professionals right or as coaches like hey listen you can post an exercise you got four guys that jump yeah that are like with a cat for a picture and he's like oh you did blow your knees up you're like kick rocks um but you know it's when you get to that point it's there is a measurement of overwhelmingness, yeah because people have access to you on another level than what we had when i play when i was playing the access ended at the stadium doors right you that's could right and to the point that i walked out with my bag and got to the car If you saw me in the parking lot it was a different story sure you know like, now we got a problem. That's but right. Nowadays, you're looking at social media where it's, you know, people can give you their opinions. And then as you move up to higher levels, you become susceptible to more people who basically have no lives or whatever. other yeah. Criticize and, you know, things like that. So it's it's not an easily navigatable thing for people, you know. And it's it's even on the smallest levels and scales for us, you know, it's it can be tough. So I think that it's it's a preparation thing up to a certain point. So for me, I always think, like, you're going to have certain things that fans are. If we look at that mental aspect, you're going to have certain things. Um, Not to mention I'm talking about fans a good amount, but performance anxiety. Yeah. Parents and pressures and things like that. Um, It's hard to navigate now because it's a very results-based culture. It really is because and it's starting at very young ages you know i didn't have any pressure like growing up to win a little league championship no or to get hits because what have, you know I, it was really because that was what i really loved to do and um i would rather spend no other time doing that you know we i think we're an interesting like generation cuz we we saw the evolution of video games we did game, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. from like nintendo all the way up oh man yeah, <laughs> you can't believe it now like you Ooh. saw the evolution of it but for us that was a nighttime thing right it was a
0: nighttime yeah. thing yeah. yes
1: yeah you know what i mean it was like yeah but now it's just so much that it's now you know it's so different it's just a very different thing to look at
0: and you made me think about something that i'm really <laughs> curious about your point of view on this i struggle i'm telling i struggle with this michael it was like and mental health, it's certainly a real thing. And we need to spend more time in it. But how do you ride the line between someone has an issue going on, but then also like, hey, this is part of the game. Mm. Like maybe you're just not cut out for this. Mm-hmm. Maybe your best isn't good enough. And maybe this. But how do you say that without saying, hey, this, you maybe have a weak constitution for this you don't have this you don't want oh you do the stomach for it you know type of thing but dealing with the real issue how do you navigate that with people because there are some things that like you said getting booed
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay if you don't like being booed this happens <laughs> like yeah. i can't shield yeah. you from this without you just not playing you know mm-hmm. like or even if you're there i don't know how do you deal with that
1: my thing is it's a it, it, we understand that certain things are you try to communicate that certain things are inherent and part of the job. And that's where I get, and that's where I run into issues sometimes when Mm. we start discussing it. Because certain things, for us even as coaches or as a a host and things like that, it's a given that you're going to ask questions and somebody's going to have things to say. Mm -hmm. At the point where you get upset because I said something or (laughs) answered the question in a way that wasn't, you know, the way that you want to be answered, it becomes a question of whether this is a mental health issue or whether you just aren't cut out. This is not the job right. for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> because that's not it's you know it you could it goes in. You know, firefighters if you know going into a smoky building is part of the job. You know what I mean? And it's a given, not a good given, that you might not come home on right. some of those jobs and things like that. As an athlete, I think that I I I worry about these issues, I think is a better way to put it when you can't do the very elements of the job. And one of the things is you're not going to be so great. Sometimes that's part of sport. You know what I mean? And you're going to have to answer questions about the fact that you're not so good. You know, one of the, th- I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Okay. Tony so- Romo was my favorite quarterback. Oh, of are that. you
0: serious? Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs>
1: And I'll tell you, I I love his story. He had a great story. How did we get to Tony Romo? Right. (laughs) He's got a great story. He was a third string quarterback. We don't have to go through all his his things. Right. But we can, without mentioning the names of some of the people that we've seen, if you're a sports fan, right. Right. One thing I always respect about him is he had this reputation for being a choke artist, which was absolutely not true. Because if you look at leading comebacks and all the the stats validate the fact that that's absolutely untrue. Um, but the one thing is, as a Cowboys fan, Jerry Jones is the greatest salesman of all time. <laughs>
0: of course.
1: Okay, so every year you come in feeling like this is the year we're gonna go <laughs> over the top. This is the year we're gonna win it, and then every year with him, something would happen. But every year he sat at that podium, whether it drove you nuts or not, and he took he he stood and he took whatever you gave him. He answered the questions, and you know nobody feels worse about it than that guy, right? You know what I mean? And he stood and he, and he answered the questions and stuff like that. Um, there's some people that, like, I, you know, I always will love Serena. Right. Serena doesn't like any questions you ask. Her. It's true. <laughs> but she sits <laughs> and so she answers. She doesn't, it doesn't matter. You can right. say, oh, well, Serena, what's your middle name? Oh, I don't know why. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's great. You know, so if she ever watches this, it's great. But um, that's part of the job. You know what I mean? And, and I think that that's tough because when you get to points where you don't, obviously nobody likes to get booed. You don't want your family people to make names up for you, but that's what they they bought their ticket. Like they don't have the right to touch you. Don't have the right to call you, you know, derogatory things that, you know, words that we know that we don't want people to use. But if, you know, They call you strikeout king and you struck out ten (laughs) times in a row and you don't want your family. Your family should stay home. You know what I mean? Right,
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) Either they don't need to come or I need to play better because (laughs) – you know what I mean? You play better. Yeah, I don't – but it's not popular to say that now. But that's part of my job. And and so they cross the line. But there is also a space for if you are overwhelmed by the responsibilities of it. Yes, this job might not be for you and you might you know, do some different things. Um, but I don't know sometimes it, it, when it comes to mental health, I'm not qualified to tell you whether you have that, it, what to give you that. I can give you, what I can do is I can line up. These are what I believe. These are the qualities of the job. Right. You know, For us as, as a fitness professional, as a strength and conditioning coach, we got, there's disqualifications when I post a job, you know, application or a job posting, these are the qualities of the job, you know, so that's where we get into really murky areas. And I think nowadays it's not really a popular thing to talk about. Yes. Um, and then the the truth of the matter is the tough thing is I, I you'd be the old head that's blaming everything on social. Right, media, right, but yeah. the thing is, social media is a is a is a very lethal component of it, because it, once again, it doesn't end that it doesn't end at the stadium. It doesn't right. end at the park. It, it's how much do you open yourself up today? Yeah. Athlete, I think that that's, you can limit that. But once you get involved in that and once you participate, you know, I think that you open yourself up for a lot of things because it can be good, but then it can be really bad at times. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, if you start to internalize that without help, you know, we've seen the bad things that can happen from people. Yeah. Yeah you know, just someone's opinion can make you not want to be hanging around anymore. And that's not right. Yeah. You it's know?
0: just a slippery slope, man. I, I like to talk about it because I think we just avoid stuff that we think there's going to be some jeopardy involved mm-hmm. in it, especially in what we do. But like the, the thing that always is kind of difficult, because if someone blows out their ACL, you see it, you know, what's mm-hmm. going on. It's very concrete. They're not playing for a while, mm-hmm. but if someone has something going on mentally, it's hard to tell if it's mm-hmm. okay. This is going to sound bad. It's hard to tell if it's real or not, mm. honestly. And, or if someone's like, listen, I'm just like in the tank, I'm going through some stuff, mm-hmm. but are they, I, I know this sounds bad. Me saying oh, it, but it it's sound bad. You know it what I mean? bad
1: because of the, because of the culture that we I, have. the
0: culture is making it sound like we have to give every single thing is a, is a huge problem, mm-hmm. but we never discuss whether people have, weird tendencies. Humans are weird, man. And sometimes <laughs> we have legitimate things and sometimes we take legitimate things and make them part of a, a thing to give us an excuse. I'm not yes. saying this is everybody. I'm just saying, no, no, no. don't you think there's some people doing that? Like, I mean, everybody yeah. can't always be suffering from this thing <laughs> and, and not no one's abusing it. Are you yeah. kidding me? No, <laughs> Come on. no,
1: no. You're absolutely right.
0: But how I- do you know?
1: You don't. The the thing is, you (laughs) don't. That's the problem. You really really don't. And this is very true. Um, I think that up to a certain point, we work on the honor system, right? Right. That we work on the honor system until we don't have, you know, the other information. And the tough thing is we have professionals to kind of deal with it. But I do think you're completely accurate in what you're saying. It's just not a popular thing for people to say. Because it's very popular to be the other way.
0: That's, say, yes. Hey,
1: you know, everything. And then sometimes, you, you know, that's where I draw the, where I draw the line is, I, I can't tell, like you said, I can't tell if it's, a, it, it's subjective. It's very it's subjective. subjective, yes. Right. But I draw the line that if you can't do the specific requirements of the job, you know, and that's, you know, to show up, to to play, to do things like that. I mean, if you can't. Hitting free throws with two seconds on the clock is part of the job, man. It's
0: part of the job.
1: Yeah, it's it, it, if that's what it is, that's part of the job. You got to be able to do it. Like, we can't not shoot free throws and be like, you know. Connor, I,
0: if you're running away from the ball constantly, yeah. you know, it's like.
1: Yeah. It's it's a much different thing. You know, <laughs> that, so, it, it's, but, you know, uh, I think that when we look at it, it it's, it's um, it, you said the, a great, The great word is humans, right? So as humans, it's it's beholden on us to try to help you through it, you know? But at some point, we have to say, I I think in that situation, we got to say, this is not where you should be right now. Yeah. I think that this should be a priority. That way we remove that component of frustration that we have because we need you to perform. Yeah. We're not getting the performance that we want. And maybe you would like to, if it's, like you said, when it's real, they want, you know, that person wants to be doing it more so than anybody, right? Yeah. But that might not be specifically where you need to be. And I think that that's where you get to that point where this may or may not be cut out. But it's like, I think that that's a decision that you and the professional have to make. right? I think that removing you from this environment that's not for you, you know, is is the best thing for us to do, right? Yeah. Although, because once again, in this culture, everybody... It seems as though, you know, everybody's wanting something, you know, when, when you have these youth athletes coming through, it's like, it's, it's refreshing probably for a kid to be somewhere and just be like this play, you know, person doesn't want anything from me. Right. You they be, they'd want me to be the best I could be. Yeah. Right? And it's so much that it's, it can be like so much involved into this one persona that you have, right. That's the basketball player. That's the football player. That's yeah. the that you know half of these the people that you are enveloped in don't even know you as a human if you weren't you know making jump shots or whatever it is. yeah and that i think that's the sense where you can kind of see hey this is real because i know i know darian he's never done something like that yeah yeah it's, it's like us watching will smith right
0: okay <laughs> right
1: right it's like us watching will smith because we grew up with will smith that's true right so that's we true. Know Will Smith is about as buttoned down as you can. Right. Possibly. If he got a seat and slapped the shit out of you, then... right? You know,
0: like, what's going on in Will Smith's life? Like, this yeah. is an abnormal behavior. There you go. Right.
1: At that point, I think that that's the perfect like scenario to look at. Yeah. What do you need to do? You need to not be at an award show anymore. Right. You need <laughs> to be over here because something is popping off. Over Something's here.
0: popping if, off, man. If we
1: don't. And then. It's the one thing where you have everybody's opinion, right? So every, you got one, you know, subset of people that are like, "Oh, yes, it's great. He stuck up for his wife." Right. You know what I mean? You got this other subset of people that are like, "It's just jokes, man." And you right. got this other subset of people that are like, "Oh, it's just the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not <laughs> yeah. you know, like something that we should ever see people do." Yeah. But. It's like, you have to look at this person. I think that that's when you, that's your red flag, right? When you see uncharacteristic behavior Love of that. possibly somebody who's stuck into something that they need. But in that situation, it takes people to remove, say, Hey, listen, this is probably not where you should be. Right. There. Right. No.
0: That's the hard part though. Like without being ostracized for it and go, don't you know, I have an issue. I mean, like, I know, <laughs> but like, how do we handle this delicately?
2: Mm-hmm. and
0: and and be honest and i just want to have honest conversations about these topics and not mm-hmm. make them so concrete yeah, very yeah. few things are concrete like there's yeah. a nuance to this mental health discussion that wow. we're just not trying to have with people
1: yeah and i think that that's one thing when we look at that it was we kind of we kind of backed into that but when you look at it that's the that, that mental health issue like the will smith thing you see all the angles that people will come right from. You know, it was the first time I've ever seen that where nobody's wrong. Like everybody, right, right. People who you know have alopecia, like, alopecia gang. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and
0: I'm like,
1: okay, you know, like, right, I, cool, I, all right. I get it. Like, I'm not gonna say, but yeah, you, you don't know. You you absolutely don't know. But you do know one thing. This is an uncharacteristic thing for a person. That That's you right. Don't know really what's happening here. Something not so great is happening right now. We're watching it, right? Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, and then. You're like, all right, there's this spiral going on. Yeah. But that's, you know, that if we take that and we put that into the regular, you know, circumstances or just not even regular elite athlete or athlete, Yeah. that's that someone, you know, it's like, all right, well, this behavior is not characteristic of this person that I know. Right. This is some uncharacteristic stuff.
0: Think Like an Aaron Judge, right? Who everybody's loving, right? Seems to be a very put together Wonderful human being. If he slapped the shit out of somebody, you'd be like, "Something's going on in Aaron Judge's life. Yeah, we got to explore maybe. this. Maybe because, I don't know.
1: Well, because the thing is about that is it, you just said one character thing that's that's completely on point. Like we love we love him right now.
0: Right, right now. Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
1: that's just that's, <laughs> people
0: love Tiger Woods too for a while.
1: <laughs> people love Tiger Woods. People love Mike Tyson. True. People, you watch The Last Dance. People yes. love Mike Jordan. He could right. do no wrong until later on. You know things that and people then they come for you. You know, I mean? <laughs> and they come, for you. <laughs> <laughs> they come for you. You know, it's that great. Um, I don't know if you ever watched the Allen Iverson documentary.
0: Yes, I did. So yeah. good.
1: One of the greatest documentaries I've ever. Oh,
0: uh, amazing.
1: But he's sitting on the Arsenio Hall show or something with somebody, and it's the one thing he just goes on this kind of rant. And he's like, listen, he's like people love you now but they are waiting like <laughs> they're waiting they are waiting they are waiting you know and then this yes. is the truth is, you know it's like all right yeah you can you love be the be the darling but right yeah but right now that would be something that you would look at and you would say oh is this some type of mental thing going on i mean yeah i think that that's the best way I mean, I, it might possibly be the only way for you to judge it, to look at the judging yeah. against their regular behavior and different things that they do. You know? Yeah,
0: I love that. I, I, I'm going to think about that. I have a very serious question for you. Sure. Very sure. serious. Sure. What do you make of Jerry Jones saying he hopes there's a quarterback controversy between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott?
1: I, I, I love it. I actually nice. Love it. You know why I love it? Because I love an underdog story. I'm I love that. You know I love an underdog. That's why I love Tony Romo because Tony okay. Romo is a third string dude who wasn't drafted, and you go on to this amazing, you know, run, ride it, and it's real. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan. Nobody would, nobody would suspect that Cooper Rush would be doing what he's doing right now. All he does is win. All he does is win. <laughs> That's all he does is win, and man. He's, and you know, it's it's a funny thing is like when if you ever been on a team and you have like a backup person or something like that, everybody rallies because that's just it's just a good energy. Right. Right. Somebody, you know, people love the underdog and tell you the chance. That's right. That's the, the thing people hate about Tom Brady the most. is Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady's done nothing to nobody other than maybe right. his wife right now. Right. Know.
0: There's a lot going on. Now. But,
1: you know, <laughs> other than that, he's really guilty of one thing. He wins too much. He
0: wins too much. So oh, now
1: you want to see it. You want to see him get punched in the face. You want to see him lose. You want to see him go down. But he's guilty of nothing else. That's the only thing he's guilty of. Is he wins too much? He's always winning. He was winning yeah. at life. He's got a supermodel. He's got kids. Yeah. he's Got houses. He's got this. He's, you know, he's that guy. You know, but yeah, you know that's so. You know, I think Cooper Rush is a great thing. You know, is. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Dak comes back if Dak loses. <laughs>
0: right, then you're gonna see something popping off, man. <laughs>
1: now you're gonna see something popping <laughs> off. People are gonna be like, "Get him out of there!" You know, right? People are not patient. You know, when they see certain things, so it's interesting. So I actually like that story. I think I, you know, it's good because it's, you know, the guy's backup sitting around forever, and it is good. The backup quarterback's not exactly in the most comfortable spot. Right. Because if you actually go in you and you are the backup, You if you don't perform, you won't be the backup. Anymore. Right, right. <laughs> Dak you know should I'm
0: know saying. about this. He was the backup, man. You know, was like, he, he unseated Tony Romo. Like, mm-hmm. it's this cyclical thing, it feels like, almost. Like, you can't, I know Dak's got to be thinking about this. He has to if, be.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Right? If I'm Dak, I'm like, I got to get back
0: back and like gripping the ball he's talking about how gripping the why are we talking about gripping the ball <laughs> it's
1: like he wants back because <laughs> like, if that guy keeps winning just when you come back you cannot lose after that because if you he doesn't lose no no if you lose <laughs> if <laughs> you lose they're going to come for you exactly. and all those people that loved you who yeah. don't have to love you anymore
0: what is that about the, you mentioned thing about the winning too much why don't people like people who win too much
1: human nature man i think yeah you know they want you to be heavyweight champion but then they want you to get not floyd mayweather floyd mayweather made millions of dollars because a lot of people wanted to see excellence right but he always he learned i think when we look at that he learned something like the 24 7 if you go around yeah i watch like, that yeah 24 7 he learned that there's always a villain and there's always a hero for people right and then you can't sell a fight if they're both heroes right. nobody, because nobody wants to you know so you got to be willing to be the villain if you want to you know for him he learned that to be the villain when you fight an oscar Jolla to be a villain when you fight you know it because people will show up to watch you lose they want you to lose yeah you know there's no like reason for me to pay for this fight right if right. i don't this dude could actually be the first one to, to take away your, your o so it's like for him it's let's build it up let's build it up that's just human nature right they want you people want you to win but once you win there's a there's a subset of people who are just like ah oh, well darren's not that great
0: <laughs> yeah it's so funny right <laughs> you
1: know? yeah it's funny but it's when you look at it, that's really what it, it is, is how it is yeah, yeah. this you know there was mike tyson and he was the heavyweight champion but then you wanted to see somebody you know knock him out you know right but, oh, my gosh, somebody knocked them out, you know, and it's, that's just the way it is. It's like you're on top. When you're on top, somebody wants to see you. Wants yeah. To, somebody to knock you off, you know. For years, the Patriots, right? Everybody right,
0: the it. dynasty, yeah.
1: You paid the Patriots because they were just winning. You're like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. You beat them, and then, you know, they become like this thing for you
0: yeah it's true it makes me think i'm gonna transition here makes me i'll get back to fitness because we could talk (laughs) football all day i'm a huge football fan somebody
1: will love it somebody will
0: love love this cooper rush dak prescott thing it's actually i'm loving cooper rush the guy is throwing dimes out there that's sort of (laughs) nothing it
1: looks great the the funny thing is when you have these conversations we see how the podcast age ages later (laughs) i love to see (laughs) that's (laughs) true it'll be like ooh. You're like, ooh, that didn't age well. Maybe I
0: shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that social was, media
1: again. Social right, media. right. I oh, didn't age well. <laughs> you know, we were
0: sitting at that table at Idea in Vegas, and we were having all these big topics we were talking about, you know. And one, I, I, I thought I wanted to expand on this with you, just thinking about a, kind of the state of our industry, of fitness, mm-hmm. coaching. And I think you had said something. It was towards the end. I can't remember. And we were talking about social media, and you were like, yeah, but it's not going to end. Like, none of this is going to end. It's gonna keep going on, and uh, it's like, how do we work within this ever-growing technology, this digital moving towards metaverse system, mm-hmm. this influencer system that is largely great marketing and campaigning that has taken over so much of what the information is in our business? How do we work through that?
1: I, I think we gotta embrace it. You know, I think you know a lot of the talk about social media seems very negative when we do it. Yeah you would get the impression that a lot of us are against it. I'm not against it at all. You know, we wanted, I mean, the thing is we like to, uh, in our industry, I think sometimes we we like to judge how things should be used, Mm. you know, according to whatever it is. But um, it's a tool, you know, that, you know, we might not dig how some people use it or whatever, but it's up to us in our industry. The problem with our industry is we have never put guardrails up. Right. Say that this is, the people that should participate in our industry because you've earned the right to do that. Now, social media anybody can do anything, right? But the problem I feel like, and this is where we got into a lot of strong conversations, and I think that we talked about we talked about some eggshell topics. Yeah, one of the eggshell topics of our industry is like regulation. Nobody wants to really. Everybody's got an excuse for why we can't regulate. You know, they sit and they'll give you every excuse. Um, I feel strongly about it because I think that people who have done the work and have spent all this money on education, done things to make themselves better. Like you don't, you really don't have to do much to enter our industry. Of course. So when you have something like a worldwide pandemic and now you're like, we need assistance. People don't respect our industry. Right. It's like you have all these, what you would, if, if, if the medical field was conducted the way we conduct the fitness industry, (laughs) we would, look at these people like witch doctors you <laughs> know, like, true oh, this dude's a witch doctor you know <laughs> what I mean? it's like oh it, it's it's so interesting right because you look yeah. at the, the performance industry right so i'll just look at like the gold standard i guess in the performance industry is like cscs yes mm-hmm. you know there's exo search and things like that and obviously cert doesn't make you great at what you do it's just no different than like Having a medical degree doesn't make you a good doctor.
0: That's true. You
1: know I mean? It's not in, but you do need to have a medical degree. <laughs> that's right. The colonoscopy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. You know. What do you like, mean?
0: You don't want somebody off the street doing that for you?
1: No, that's. It, it, but we laugh because it's so funny. It's right. But we got we got dudes who like, and this. Uh, listen, I'm just gonna straight get real with it. We got dudes that haven't done you know the base level of certification, education, anything else, and we're giving them like force plates, reactive tools, right? This and ex yeah, we, we got this, we're assessment. And this dude's telling you you're this three degrees off, and this, you know, and it's not to say granted you can't be great, but for us, there needs to be a baseline guardrail to which you can enter our industry. Yes. So that we are respected, you know, because otherwise, like you're giving all these tools, it's like giving a handgun to an infant. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's like you're just running around shooting stuff. That's you know? right. But it, and once again, doesn't make you doesn't make you good or or bad, whatever it is. But there's a there's a baseline to which you can participate, and that for me, I feel very strongly about that. Some people, I guess they they don't mind it. I I feel like what side you're on, you know, it's based on your personal circumstance. Yeah. Um. So when we look at social media as a whole, that's the biggest issue with people. When you, it's like, what advice is this person giving? What is you know this person giving? It's like you have people online that that are not doctors giving medical advice. Sure. You know what I mean? Of course. Like all the COVID cures you had.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's true, man. <laughs>
1: But when we look at it opinion wise is how many people would listen to that. Some people will. But a lot right. of people are like, that dude's not a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> that dude so and we don't have that in our field so much where people look at it and say, all right, well, this dude's not licensed. This dude's not licensed. Yeah. This you know, and for us, I think that this is a very real thing. And then back to really, you know, what the element of your question was. I mean, like social media, I think is a great thing because you have never had a chance to reach so many people. That's the great thing about it. The negative thing about it is you have never had a chance to reach so many people. (laughs) You've never exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Whether it's good or bad, you know, (laughs) I I often think that, you know, I, I think that for us as professionals, we want it to be utilized properly, but we can't really, there's no way for us to really regulate that without going back and saying, how can we protect our industry? Right by right. saying we need to have a baseline criteria from which you can participate. Now, a person it's not going to stop a person from setting up and opening a building, right, or you know, wherever it is. But you know, it's it makes it so that when you walk in, you can say, "Hey, Darian, you know, are you a licensed right. professional personal trainer, whatever it is?" And you can say, "No." Now I can make my choice. Do I want right. to say do you know which doctor tactics which <laughs> like be like you know like, all right yeah i'm gonna you know that's that's the criteria but i think that you would have less people that aren't if we did have that you would have yeah. more people to say you know it th- that's one of the hotline topics that we talked about them strong topics is like you have to do more to be a cosmetologist or more to right be, to do someone's hair than you have to do to actually participate and you can really hurt people
0: you can hurt people <laughs> you know yes. that's
1: not that they can't but I mean, because uh, th- you can obviously do some damage there, but I can do some serious damage, some serious you, Parker, damage, you didn't know what the hell I'm doing. Right. You know? And, you know, that's just a real thing.
0: The Regulation thing for me, I'm a, I'm like you, I'm a big proponent of it. I just don't know how we get there, like with all these organizations that you and I are part of and we're having all these meetings, we're on all these committees. I'm not saying anything that everybody that I know hasn't heard before. So this is not a hot take. But I don't have like a huge amount of confidence in all these organizations going, you know what? Let's work together and let's make this a completely uniform. Su- I just don't see it. I I don't know. I, maybe I'm very wrong about this. I just no. Don't I
1: don't think you're wrong. I think this it, you can't be wrong because, you know, it's it's, it's an opinion. Right. You know, Right. You be wrong. Because well, I don't think you're wrong at all.
0: I just don't I see it.
1: That, yeah. I, I think that's why we haven't had it, because it's. <laughs> It's bottom line, you know, where's my bread butter?
0: Where's is. my money?
1: Yeah. <laughs> where's my money? Give you me know.
0: my money. That's what it's about.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I think that I, I think that people, when they look at this regulation thing, and they think that people, you know, who discuss this, think that somehow the system that we have needs to go away. And that's not my opinion. I don't think that the certification system needs to go away at all. Right. I think you have an accreditation system and you have you know, really big organizations like NASM, ACE, NSCA, ACSM. And, you know, in my mind, I think that that should be a precursor. It's like you go get your, it's almost like you, I don't know how familiar you are with the wellness board now where they have mm. the certified registered wellness coaches, right? Okay. Okay. So you have to go through a program in order to be able to sit for the exam. And I think that that's a great way of looking at like yeah, where you are with Licensure, right? Because it's like you should have to have a, you know, certified uh, personal trainer certification to be able to sit for your exam, right? Right. And then let them get together and make the test. You know, the information is not going to change based on who you who you have, you know. And then once again, it doesn't make you good. It right. make it makes it so you have to have this in order to participate in our industry. So that way, now there is a a, a pay scale. And it's not like, hey, I got a guy down the street that's charging 20 bucks for a person. yeah, You know what I mean? Right. I see different than Dr. Darian. Well, right. Just saying, Dr. Darian. <laughs> so the thing is, right. gone, I've, you know, I've gone the road of where we're trying to do things. So it's like, it's a much different focus of looking at it. And that's the conversation that people will have with you. they say, oh, well, certification's a money grab. Well, it's not a money grab. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's all a money grab. Oh, when the college,
1: <laughs> is a money grab. Yeah, of
0: course it is. <laughs> like...
1: You paid a gazillion dollars. That's why you had the whole big furor about like forgiveness of these loans. That's
0: exactly I, right. Yeah.
1: When I went to go get a small business loan, it wasn't like going to get a college loan. No, when I was trying to get, no. No. <laughs> they sat me in there with my, you know, 20 year old self, 17 year old self, and I signed a paper. They gave right. me thousands of dollars. Right. So like, oh, this is great. Don't have to worry about it. Anymore. <laughs> you can just sign here. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Bandit it for the rest of your life, but it's all good.
0: It's all good. You,
1: you know what I'm saying? It's much different. <laughs> but, I, you know, for me, I think that that's, that's what it is. You have to... When we start talking about social media, I think that we're, like, way a field of what we, we're kind of thinking. Right. Because that's really our thing. It's like, we want people to have, you know, this type of research-based, you know, posts and things like that and stuff like that. But... I think we go back, it starts with, you know, taking care of home.
0: Taking care of home. I love that. And that's, I mean, that's stuff that I'm really passionate about. I wonder the accountability measure of like, we have greater accountability at home um, and certification. How does that translate to the accountability online Mm. with people? How do we how would we, we take care of that. How do we, deal with accountability for people who are practicing in our profession, but have not met those standards that we've established, let's say in the future for that.
1: I mean, now or with licensure, I mean, that would be the question. I mean, yeah. it. it's like, all right, well, licensure takes care of itself. You're not licensed True. You know what I mean? And that's, that's a red flag. Like you, you could look at it and you could call out all the people say, Oh, this person's not certified. This person never went yeah. to school. This person never went that. But our industry is not saying, Hey, you can't participate. It's, if anything, true. it's saying the other thing. It's saying, oh, yeah, no, no. Come want, on in. <laughs> yeah, we want we want everybody to participate. We don't want to be like that. But at the same time, we're, we're like telling you two different stories, right? Yeah. We're, you know, we're almost telling you like, hey, yeah, no, you should get certified. But we are saying, no, it's okay if you're not, because you yeah. don't want to pull anybody's feathers. You know, so it's yeah. like, uh, you know, it's not, you know, and then some stuff is like the baseline. I, I think that when you look at it. You know, online, it takes care of itself, because if you're going to say, hey, there's certain things that you can't do when you're not licensed in other fields. Like I can't just open a hair salon. Right. You know, and do hair myself. Right. Because at some point, somebody's going to come and do an inspection. That's say,
0: exact. Hey. That's what I mean. Where's the inspection? Like if we get to that point, some how do you inspect online? Is there an organization that actually inspects online professionals or let's say somebody's YouTube page? It's really popular. And they're giving out fitness advice. Who's checking that person's credentials? There...
1: I don't think there is. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard. That's that's not right. A, you know, but also I don't think I don't. I also don't think that we should. Yeah, I think that we spend a lot of time worrying about the professionals that are doing whatever they're doing. Mm. And I think that when you look at it, this the the one thing that when you talk about the change in yeah, the professional, right. I don't spend a lot of time like scoping out my competition. Like, yeah, as a as a facility owner, right? In the right. past, you did right. This person's doing this because the funny thing is, every so often we put together a program, and then you see somebody go, and, sure. go and copy it. Sure. Right, and then at first you would get frustrated by this person, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm like, if you're copying a program, I'm I'm copying what you do. Yeah. I don't know whether that's working or not. That's true. You know what I mean? I'm that's really, very that's- true. You know, and then by the time you copy somebody's stuff, they're on to the next thing. So, oh yeah. When I look at it, the reason why I'm bringing that up is like I don't spend a lot of time like scoping what you know these professionals are doing. Right. I try to serve the needs of my people, my market, and the people who might. Great point. Everybody ain't gonna like you.
0: Of course.
1: Oh. You know, I, every you know, it's like that shirt. The best shirt that I own is like I'm not for everyone.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just the truth. Like so, for it us, it is true. We, it's something like it. The vibe, energy matches, right? We sit at the table, we start talking, and you're like, "This is my guy." And yeah, I'm like, I'm
0: like, "Yeah, I got to talk to this guy, man." I was like, at the "Yeah, same time, you said the a lot, lot of great things, man." Actually, I was like, "Man, this guy, Michael Piercy, there's something there, <laughs> yeah. man." You know, I was like,
1: "But at the same time, there's three people that are like that guy's a jackass." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I really middle, don't like so, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like him. You know, I got to deal with side him, eye. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's um I. I don't spend a lot of time thinking. I'm like, how can I serve the needs of the people that I have at hand? Yeah, and how can I do that in a in a good way? And then what's I, I'm a big authenticity type of person. Yeah, I like to think. I'm going to do things that are authentic to me. So me doing backflips online is not going to be what I'm Right. Doing. Not what I'm doing. You know? No? It, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to wear I, a
0: wig or something and do like,
1: like... Absolutely not, man. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like when I think about the music that I use, the things that I do, I, yeah. I try to do stuff that's going to be because if you do things that are authentic to you, that's easy for you to replicate, right? That's true. It's easy for me to do things, you know, and it's easy, and I don't have a problem going online and turning on the camera and doing that because it's, you know, natural to yeah. me. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest differences, right? When you're doing things that's just because I'm trying to get a couple followers here yeah. or like here or whatever it is, then it's hard for you to, you got to keep that up.
0: That's right. That's you know exact, what I mean? The consistency and, is difficult then, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the biggest thing about they what they used to tell you in after school special about never lying. Right? That's right. You, it, 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 people listen. One, one lie begets another lie.
0: Oh, exactly all right. And
1: it's like yeah, because then you got to keep lying because you know all of a sudden yeah you know, it, it's no good. It's better to just tell the truth and deal with the whatever they got. <laughs> about it, you know, and it's like all right, I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you said a lot of good things. I'm telling you, I I take note yeah. of stuff that people say. And I remember there was another thing you said, and I was like, he's right about this. You're like, wait a minute. I don't remember saying this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
1: just be going. Like,
0: uh, and you, I think we're talking about like at conferences and having different tracks of different things that are Mm -hmm. not just all about like working out and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And you said, I remember this, we may have to hurt ourselves a little bit Mm. because it's going to, it may have to hurt us to change, but it's probably necessary. And I wanna i remember thinking I got to expand upon that with Michael because I really am into that idea. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think we were talking about getting young people into yeah conferences and things like that. And and for us, I think you have been doing things a certain way for so long, you know what I mean? But you want to open yourself up to having other people there and doing other things. And the tough thing is to change and go in that direction. You're gonna have to, you know, bring in some things that you wouldn't do in the past. I mean. Obviously, they got, you got to continue to do things that are authentic to what it is. But if you want to open it up for these other, you know, kind of have, you know, this new wave, it's it's probably, it might not be popular for a little while. Right. You know, and it might not breed the revenue that you
0: need. <laughs> exactly.
1: But, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, it, it, let's be again, real about it, it right? Like, back to the revenue thing, right? Yep. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's having different tracks because the the understanding is that this new generation is not us. We want, you know, it's a, we have to think that, but they deserve a place in our industry, right? Yes. You know, so in there, they'll be the ones to bend and shape it moving forward. You hope that, you know, for me, it's my hope that it gets better. You know, yeah. but, you know when we look at where we are at world and doing stuff like that, having a different track where you can help, um, bring some of them along and also have, you know, them have mentorship, you know, on, on, on some level to say, all right, well, this is what it is. This is how you do it. This is how we, because we can always say we want to better our industry. Yeah. But it's like you said, if we don't, is how do we do that? If we're how do not we do it? To, yeah. If we're not <laughs> willing to say we're going to do some things that we wouldn't normally do in the past. See, what my biggest issue is that, this this thing about getting back to where we were, <laughs> and I, I'm not a fan of that at all. Neither
0: am I, man. No, no
1: you don't. Uh, you don't get back to anything. So
0: you, you never can, get back.
1: No, no. people would say, "Oh, well, is it back to everything you go through? takes something out of you."
0: That's true.
1: It's yeah, and it's it's not always bad. It's, no, yeah, no, the no. Thing is what it does is it shapes you, but you go whatever goes forward is not the same as what you left. So it's like, it takes some percentage of energy from you. It changes you. You know, I, I, I used to tell people this. It's like, if you move facilities, no matter what you do, 30% of the people are not going to go. You can move right next door. Right. 30% of the people are not going to go. <laughs> it's, true. It's, just, it's, just, it's just the truth. Like I've never been in, like, hey, you going hundred percent of the like- <laughs> no, it doesn't happen no. like because people don't like change. That's right. So it's like they you could be the smallest thing. It's like, hey, you change the you know the color of the toilet paper. It's like, dude, you know, <laughs> it's uh, a big problem know, for some people. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like um, <laughs> you're gonna have to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. <laughs>
1: like, uh, yeah, you can change the red toilet paper. What's wrong with you? Um, how could you? <laughs> exactly. You have to be willing to like say, hey, you know, these things moving forward, things have to be different. And that's the biggest thing about COVID and stuff like yeah. that. So people, I think for us as an industry, there's this there's this need of people to just try to turn it into what it was or yeah. do business as usual. And that, that was kind of what we were talking about this. Like now is the time to change if we're going to yes. do anything because, you know, you're in a weakened state. In the past, you had big conglomerates of companies that wanted to be. And this is one of the things we talk that make money in our industry, but don't necessarily participate. Right. Which is the big problem, you know, because yes. there's a lot of money. in. you know, it's like you look at these corporate executive conventions now that you have. Sure. Say, this do you can look at the pictures. You don't have to see full pictures. And these people do not participate actually in the industry. Yes. They have lots of money, and they make money in fitness, lots of it. But they don't necessarily. It, it's akin to like Steve Jobs never actually utilizing a keyboard <laughs> on the right. Market, right. It's like this person doesn't use an iPhone, but he makes lots of money. Lots right. Of right. And that's yeah. that's not you know for us it's now that's the problem a lot of times. There's a very sharp disconnect. Between what we do as professionals on a boots on the ground basis, compared to you know there's this different level of understanding, like the metrics of you know the high finance game of the right, nation. and that's the the problem with us with things when we talk about licensure and stuff like that. In the past, these big box companies made lots of money off of the regular off of the industry not being regulated, right. Cause I can get a 17 year old and have them train and then have them go through, you know, Hey, sit in the office and sell a personal training. Right. And they're easily, it's easy for you to do that. Hi, right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You like doing push-ups? Come on in. You can. Be yeah, smart. exactly. You know, like bodybuilding. Come on in. You can be a trainer. And I got 10 trainers. Like I want to sell training to Miss Johnson and everybody else. And that was the industry. That was the valleys models. The, those, you know, old school models that you had. Right. For us, we're saying that we, we don't want that right and that was you know one of the biggest disconnects that i felt like during COVID was that that you know when we went to state agencies and and they're shutting down everything the only you know argument we're giving them is that this 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 helps your immune system (laughs) right i mean don't don't shut our doors you know yeah you know we're part of the solution but when they're looking at us they don't Know the difference between the lab in New Jersey, nope, and Valley's Total Fitness and Crunch, they think it's all the same because they don't actually participate at all, you know. So, for us, it's up to us to say, Listen, you know, this is what we do, these, this is what the base is, this is the understanding of what is, so that when we go and say we need financial assistance, we're not, they're not like, Hey, no, the bars will stay open, right. To the restaurants because they need it, but you, you guys, you guys are just like the witch doctors. You don't get it. <laughs> that's
0: that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Is wh- how we're seen by people. I mean, I a perfect example. This was a long time ago, but I remember when I was in college and I'm studying kinesiology, and a bunch of my buddies they're in like marketing, and you know they're coding and doing all this stuff, and they go, "Oh, what you do in class today? Did you learn how to do jumping jacks?" Like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they don't think of it as like a legitimate thing. Mm -hmm. And that that hurts because when you get down to it, it's not seen as an essential business Mm -hmm. because you're right. They go, all these things are just the same, even Mm -hmm. though we know they are nothing alike. Generally, they go, it's it's just not that important. It's a luxury item. You know, it's like you don't really need that. And we're struggling against that like so much, I feel.
1: And the truth of our conversation there, especially our world is we it's up to us to change that. That's right. And it's not, you know, and the problem is we keep finding ways to say that we can't do it. Right. You know, instead of saying, all right, listen, some of it's going to hurt. We're going to have to do it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this is like you're going to have less. If you say if you close the door and say you need to just be certified in order to do this or you need to have. Then all of a sudden. Your registrations go down for conference. right? Or you get less people applying to present things like that, right? At the same token, you do make the the um the the application better. You you make the, the conference better. You make it better for the industry because now we're saying that you need to meet a, sp- a specific criteria in order to participate, right? Yeah. And, and now that's going to actually increase your business because if right. I said like, hey. We all have to take this licensed exam, but you need to be certified. These are the four certifications that you can take. Right. I have to go take it.
0: So <laughs> right. I have do to do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: In the past, it was like, well, you can do it. It's going to be. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. It's the truth. We're right? saying it, we're laughing, but it's the truth. It's, it's like, so oh, true. You can do it. And the only thing that's determining whether you do it is how good they market to you.
2: That's right. You
1: know, that's why you have crazy stuff like, hey, you want to be a first little trainer? Uh-huh. Yeah radio,
0: which drives me crazy. That is That that does drive me crazy too. But It's it's a crazy thing. You want to see a crazy place about personal training and fitness? Go to Reddit. I don't know if you spend any time on Reddit at all. I didn't. And I was like, I got to check out this Reddit. What's going on here? And they have this sub community. It's called personal training. And there's like 25,000 people in it. It's a huge community. And it's almost primarily brand new trainers asking questions about how to become a trainer how do i market it's literally i go on there and i'm like wow this is incredible (laughs) like like they need to be coming the world we need to be mentoring all these folks like why don't we have a subreddit ourselves yeah that is catering to these group of people i mean like i don't know i think i I was it was staggering how many trainers are on there it's
1: crazy so for us, I think that it's on us, you know. What it's I mean? on it's, us. It's easy for us to look at and attack the social media train or attack mm-hmm. this person because it's easy. Because then it's like we said about before. It's like when you, it's easy for us to just put it off and say this is them. Yeah. You know, it's but it's not. It's us. It's how we want to be viewed and whether we right. want to actually take the steps to get there. And then whether we want to, you know, for us, it's like you sit on these committees, but you can talk about this forever, but you have to say, all right, you know what. It's, I forgot what talk I was at. Somebody was, he was like, it was, and it was one speaker, of preacher that I was listening to, and he was like, stop. You know, I, I love when people come up to him. And he's like, if somebody should do this. Pastor, somebody should do this. He's like, you do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you he, do it.
1: You do it. You know, that's it's, right. that's, the, that's where we are right now. It's time for us to do it. You know, I mean? like, how do we do it? Like we keep looking around and saying, this person, he should do it. They should do it. It's only going to be a time before we say, hey, listen, you know, this is the way that we want to be viewed because we run businesses. We do things like this. You want, like you said, to walk in and be respected for that's the work right. that you do. You know, but at the same time, for for us, it's a time for us coming into whatever this new yeah thing is to be to say, this is what we want. This is the way we want to be viewed by these same agencies that didn't view us with respect and, right. you know, and gave, gave us the assistance we needed to make it through this thing.
0: Most um, definitely. Michael Piercy. Uh, this is a great pace to end. <laughs> Amazing coach. Cowboys <laughs> fan. <laughs>
1: yeah, I am not.
0: He's loving the controversy. Yes. But I hope, I hope Cooper Rush does well. I really do. But if it doesn't go well, I'll just eat my words. I don't know. <laughs>
1: just we'll come like back. we'll do a part two. We
0: got to do a part two because we got to see how this plays out. I'm really into this controversy too, man. <laughs> I'm really into it.
1: See how it ages. <laughs>
0: That's right. Thank you so much. Please tell everyone how they could connect with you.
1: Uh, we talked about social media, so you can hit me on Instagram at Michael Piercy. You can go to www.mikepiercy.com or you can go to thelabsports.com. Either, either one would be great. Um, I appreciate your time, brother, appreciate you yes. having me. I'm thinking highly enough of me. I'm honored to be on.
0: Yes, man. I, there was something about you. I sat there and said, I have to talk to this guy a little bit more. I got to find out what's going on here. <laughs> like, <I appreciate> <laughs> thank you so much for being on. appreciate it.
1: All right, brother. You have a good day. I appreciate it. Definitely. You it. Thank you so much.